There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, fascinated that Jason Muse found out uh, about 13, 14 minutes ago on May 5th, 2021, that Caitlyn Jenner exists. That is, un- that is an unbelievable amount of oblivion that I, re- I envy. How did he not st- – he lives in Los Angeles for God's sakes. How do you and not he's st- in the business. Yeah, and you're in the- How do you not stumble into a – what happened again with Bruce Jenner over the last six, seven years? How in the world? I envy I envy that. That seems like a better existence to and not And Kevin know. never oh. mentioned it. Yeah, never once did <laughs> Kevin reference it on the podcast. Fantastic. Your neighbor didn't come over one day and like, can you believe this? Did you see the thing about Bruce Jenner? And then you forget. Like, how do you forget it? Amazing. I, I want someday. I want that much uh, of my life to be. I don't care. The obliviousness. The obliviousness of like I'm just interested in what I got going on. Did he ask where uh, Bruce went? He's like, oh, <laughs> he said, oh, that was the. I knew, I knew Bruce was going through a thing. Is what he said. <laughs> oh, is did that he, what? That, did he is go that what for? The, it? Yeah. Did he finally do it? <laughs> like, and I didn't know he changed his name. How do you miss this? Like, you could accidentally. People going through a thing is like a divorce or a bad relationship. <laughs> right. It's not completely. <laughs> You very rarely lose genitals. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, reinvent them. Anyway, Marcus Meg is here. Uh, it is Wednesday. That means Rock Horse is right around the corner. Uh, he hosts Into the Pit on Sunday nights here on KUPD from 9 to midnight and uh, has taken the chair and partnered up with Brett during Rock Wars. And they won last week. So you guys get to tell us what, what's the topic. Uh, the topic today, since it is Cinco de Mayo, and we have obviously culturally oh, yeah. appropriated that because sure. really it isn't a holiday at all. <laughs> No. So let's Patty's Day. let's find a song from a band that has culturally appropriated another language or saying or whatever. Okay. So that isn't their own. Okay. So a band who has culturally appropriated another culture. Yes. Wow. So it can be. Like it can be language. Rump, it can be thought. Rumpstein is not culturally appropriated anything. The, they are German. And they are German. Well, they well did the that. one they did. Well, then you have to go with that one. Okay. But you're saying the band itself, not necessarily the song. The band itself is like representative of another thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It, it has diff- a lot of different avenues because I was trying to do like let's let's do just do language, but that that can be difficult too. So. Right. Oh boy. Okay. I got a couple in my head, and I hate both of them, so I don't know if I want to pick their song. All right. If you want <laughs> to help out, what did Brett Michael yeah. do? <laughs> it's uh, Holmberg at ninety eight kupd dot com. If you want to suggest anything, you can uh, Facebook or text nine seven nine three six. A cultural appropriation super band. I got two. All right, I'm going to work on this one. In the meantime, it's ACDC. They didn't do that. It's 98. 98. You were right, man. We should do this thing. 98. It's Wednesday. It's time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy known as Rock Wars, brought to you by our friends at Train. Get a great deal this spring on a new train heating and cooling system at Train. We test so it runs. Visit traininfo.com to find your local dealer and learn more. It's hard to stop a train. They don't say it's impossible, though. So give, give it a try. <laughs> Not their train. The train's with a T-R-A-N-E. 
Uh, thank you, Train. Uh, all right, the topic this week is a good one. Marcus made us think this week. The chair comes up with one because it's Cinco de Mayo, which is a culturally appropriated holiday. Whoops, I don't have Marcus on. And, uh, and so, you know, culturally appropriated music, not necessarily a song, an entire band's agenda that culturally appropriates somehow or another. And it's out there. It's a lot. Well, I wasn't really thinking about a band's agenda, but just it could be a Not song or a band. Of, you yeah, know, just right. in general. Yeah, but just something that's been culturally appropriated that made you go, wait a second, this isn't what, huh? So there's a lot of that going on. Uh, there's a ton of them. Who would you like to go first? Uh, I, I am interested to see what Brady picked. Me too. Man, I had so many choices. <laughs> overkill? <laughs> Did you want Overkill again? The, I checked favorite with band. My, one of my favorite bands, Overkill, to see if they had any songs that crossed over you had that. to check you should yeah. have known it yeah. the new jersey band uh, culturally yeah. <laughs> appropriated something from utah <laughs> i went oh, with that's a good one loudness oh crazy nights loudness loudness japanese metal band that most certainly appropriated a sound yeah they were this was not natural to them the L's and the R's were still really hard. The OGs. And they yeah. had the balls to call themselves loudness. loudness. Right. <laughs> yeah. They struggled with their own, their own name. Yeah. It's, you can hear it in every yeah. song. They and it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> the accents are thick. <laughs> Good choice. Loudness. All right, Johnny. Crazy Nights. I went with one that just confuses me, especially when they have the guest lead singers. So this song came on and I liked it, but I'm like, I don't know if this even exists where these guys are from. And am I enjoying this or am I? And then they add Jacoby Shaddix to the mix, and he's from Sacramento, and he's singing about chasing elephants and lions and tigers (laughs) may come to eat them. And I'm like, Jacoby, you're from Sacramento. I don't think... Yeah. Anyway, it's The Who. They even stole their own name. They culturally appropriated the name of another band, The Who, Wolf Totem, with Jacoby Shaddix from Sacramento. They're Mongolian, but they rock. They're a Mongolian tribe. Yeah. They were from a Mongolian And then they called Papa Roach and said, we want in. I think this is the definition of appropriating. And they called from, what, from Ashes yeah. to New is the other one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody's doing something wrong here, I'm sure. Great song, Wolf Lock him in the cage, parade him to the lion's den. I think it's just sharing cultures, but we're against that now. This song's great. That gets going. A lot going on. What's it gonna get going? It goes. Did you get the lead out? No. I don't. Tell me when it gets going. Yeah, I like this. I, I mean, I like the song too. But... I like it The leader did kill me on the Jacoby show. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. And then a guy from Sacramento starts explaining it to me. That's mansplaining. That's Sacramento's planning. Well, when you think of Mongolia, you always think of Jacoby Shaddix. Yeah, exactly. Right. When I think I mean, of Mongolian culture, I'm like, Papa Roach, yeah. then... He was a big fan of those Mongolian and that's barbecue. Then Mongolian barbecue that Brady took me to. YCs. Yeah. Brady, that's the most culturally inappropriate I've ever <laughs> going to that Mongolian barbecue with Brady. They don't they give you so much because they're Mongols. Shove it in the bowl and they just keep adding. So he's smashing pounds of raw meat into this bowl into a pulp. And then he gives it to some guy and he goes, here you go. Because he got away with 40 pounds of. Here of, you go, Genghis. At least 45 pounds of uh, beef for like a buck ninety-five. And I'm like, how come I'm stuck to the floor? It's just the way it works in Mongolia. 
Like, I don't know what's going on here, but that was a rough day at the barbecue. Pack your frozen steakums yeah. in there. <laughs> it was steakums in a bowl. <laughs> and I did almost all the work. And then at the end, some guy goes, I'm like, what? 550? And he's smiling ear to ear. It's the best day of your life. 14 pounds of Mongolian beef. I'm like, never wanted it. Don't understand it. Uh, Cherry, you're up. Uh, well, of course, my German heritage would happen to uh, celebrate Cinco de Mayo with Rammstein. <laughs> right. Tiquero puta, which yeah, means yeah. I love you, whore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So why not? But again, like I'm you said, Rammstein, this is just once. Right. They stole one thing. They're German through and through. And I don't look at Which Germans. Means, doesn't that make it worse? Here's the, yeah, here's the thing about German cultural appropriation. It usually leads to a takeover. They're not trying to just borrow your culture. They're just announcing, we're going to take them. We got this. Yes, this is ours. And if we don't like it, you won't be here. And that's what they did in this song. Yeah. They just took it. Nobody went with Vanilla Ice or Eminem. Proud of all of you. Well done. <laughs> this song is... German singing in Spanish with tubas and mariachi. And the accordion. And the accordion. Right. Well played, Fred. That's a good one. All right. Who wins? We find out. You can vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 979-36. The word wars. Uh, what else? You can uh, phone. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook yeah. 585-9800. Facebook. All that. We'll find out who wins next. Rock Wars. Will it be Brady? Loudness. Wait, how is that pronounced? Loudness. Crazy nights. Uh, you can go with Rammstein. Take your punta. Or you can go with uh, The Who, and not the one you know, the one that was appropriated, and actually then appropriated, three times appropriated, Wolf Totem. Uh, you find out who wins next. It's 98 KUPD. You were right, man. We should do this thing. 98 You Makes saw that me one. laugh. That is hilarious. Are we in you trouble saw for that, that one? I don't know. That's not hilarious. That. that was the NBC logo with dildos that we had on our website. Didn't, I'm not familiar. <laughs> Maybe I saw <laughs> it and forgot it, but we didn't do it. Somebody got mad at our Facebook page, evidently, and mm-hmm. we didn't do it. Got flagged. So we feel better because it's like, didn't do it. Is it a plethora or a cornucopia? Yeah, right. A plethora of dicks. <laughs> was it the 84 uh, NBC Peacock when they had 12 feathers or the one after 86 <laughs> oh. where they're just six feathers? Uh, no, there's, tw- there's 12. There's a lot of feathers. All right. That's the old one then. Well, good. That's the fun when you have deniability. We didn't do it. Somebody else is going to get oh, told. There's another one got flagged too. Wow. All right. Did we do that one? Uh, no, that's Dom too. Fantastic. Dom's in trouble. <laughs> Cocaine use. Is he, dri- is he driving around drinking? and? No, no. That's clearly baking soda. <laughs> right. <laughs> That guy's got a head cold. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's 948. Uh, the, the Rock Wars topic this week, cultural appropriation. Uh, the chair has chosen it. A band that has culturally appropriated a song or a style. And I uh, have no idea what the hell is going on or makes me feel like that. Uh, the chair chose uh, Rammstein. Take care of Punta. Uh, Brady chose Loudness. Yep. Crazy Nights, the Japanese band that did it all. Uh, I chose The Who and not that one. The Mongolian one. <laughs> with Jacoby Shaddix. And right there, I feel like I've appropriated like nine things. And all I said was three different uh, terms. Uh, and the votes are in, Like, they're coming flying in on the emails. Uh, people really enjoying the uh, the both ideas of the who versus loudness versus uh, Rammstein. It would be a good, like, street fight, we all think. Uh, it says, good choice, John. I do like the song, but I got to go with the chair. It was my first song that popped into my head when the uh, topic was announced. Uh, a couple months ago at my boyfriend's mom's funeral service, they had a mariachi band. What? And I whispered, if they take requests, we have to do Take Your Open. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to get a laugh on a sad day. That's true. And 
follow up with that. Did you get them to do it? Which is even better because if they know it, best mariachi ever. Uh, as much as I want to hear some Rammstein, I'm going with you, Holmberg. I stumbled onto the Who a few months ago, and I have to say this is good. I have no goddamn idea what they're saying or what language that is. Uh, I had uh, thought about recommending this exact song, uh, but it's going to win here today. Uh, I'm afraid to not vote for Brady after the Tots incident. He seems tough. <laughs> uh, but the decision to me is between you and the chair. I'm going to give my vote to uh, Marcus uh, and not the Greasy Wop, just Marcus. Uh-huh. And hope it goes to JG and he picks you, Chancellor. That's what I'm actually rooting for. Uh, this one says, Bert and company, great topic. And you picked the Mexican Flintstones theme, which I love. Uh, Brady, uh, all done with rowdness. Not going to do it. Chancellor, as always, <laughs> you have my vote. Uh, the chair wins this week. German's pulling off an epic selection for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Brady actually redeemed his utterly useless selection from last week, and John, great selection as well, but I'm a Romstein fanboy, and I'm sticking with the chair. Great job all around. What do you got on the computer over there? Well, right now we've got 70% of the action going to text for the chair. Oh, no kidding. And then uh, you said they won That's email, big. and on yeah. Facebook, Brett, did you check it out at all? Uh, yeah, there was – There was. Uh, we're up by 50%. Yeah. We're up by half. Okay. I can be oh because we're splitting the other yeah, two. Yeah. All right, uh, John G. Picking number between one and five. Number five. What do you got over there? Number five is the phones, which we didn't. We didn't take, do. So, so skip it. No, I did. Number... Take, I did take, oh, you I did. did take right, who phones. won? Who won it? It was, it was us. Oh, the chair oh, won. Yeah. Oh, damn it! Unbelievable. I didn't think we were doing it. We're all sitting there chatting. I assume the chair. All right. <laughs> Double damn it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, the chair wins. It's Rammstein. I can't lose with that. I can't we should do that Brady on did. our show. Okay. Larry shouldn't have that. I That's can't a good believe one. Brady didn't pick turning Japanese or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the vapors. The yeah. vapors. There were some yeah, choices. Who didn't go that route. See, now, for me, yeah, that was the stuff I kept thinking yeah. of was turning Japanese, yeah. uh, the wall of voodoo Mexican radio. Yeah. And I'm like, but I don't want to hear those songs. I also didn't want to hear loudness, but at least I would have laughed. <laughs> well, I find it interesting. You're missing this take. Out of all the, the cultural appropriation, he picked... A culture that appropriated white culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> These guys have been getting away with it for years. How dare you? What are you? What are you guys doing? Next K-pop? Are you kidding me? They probably do barbecues too. Yeah. Oh my God, no. Yeah. And I don't know what the who is, so it makes me feel like something's being taken from me, or I'm taking something from them by buying their music. And it's like Toledo's uh, uh, totem, totem pole ta- tattoo. I'm like, you shouldn't have that. It's just. I mean, it's just not. I'm from Seattle. Ooh, yeah. That's Starbucks and Amazon. I don't think you're allowed the nothing screams totem yeah, pole like yeah, Seattle yeah. And, and Toledo. <laughs> yeah, like Richard having a totem pole. I was like, oh, are you part of the native? Of course he's not. Look at him for God's sakes. It's like right. to the Harvest. Easter Island head or something on there instead of the totem pole. That would have been fantastic. He needs to change the totem into yes. an Easter Island monolith. That's well, a great. It's idea. worse because there's still tribes up there. Yeah, and they're looking at him like, really? Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? Frat boy in his Can 50s. Can I get a picture with you guys? Gets his kick-ass totem. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, all right, so the chair wins again. Nice job, boys. It's Romps. And this one fits because it's Cinco de Mayo, so it's at least a Mexican song, but it's culturally appropriated. Germans are singing it to you, so that's the only way it works. It's Rammstein. It's 98 KUPD. Congrats. Romans morning sickness. Romans morning sickness.
Good win there. Uh, nice job. The chair wins two weeks in a row. Marcus, uh, of course, part of uh, Into the Pit, nine till midnight on Sundays. Glorious work. You guys are on a roll. And we didn't have to listen to loudness. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah. How weird would that have been for somebody hopping in their car going, and this one's for Cinco de Mayo. Crazy night. <laughs> like, what in the world is going on? Makes as much sense as Cinco de Mayo, but be careful out there. It's time now for Brady to entertain us all with the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, of course, Mother's Day is right around the corner. And keep your mother safe. Gotta keep mama safe, you know what I'm talking about over there? Uh, and there's nothing better than a gift card. They do gift cards all the time, but why not give one to your mom? This is for everybody. This isn't for just people who, uh, you know, I think I want to be self No, it's for anybody and everybody. And actually, uh, there's tons of ladies in there that have become some of the toughest people in that room. There's a few of them I've been uh, watching and they're like, I can't keep up with this. And this lady's older than me and she's got like a couple of kids. And she's, it's amazing to watch these people kind of grow into these machines of fitness kind of. And it's uh, what you do. You end up getting fit. You lose some weight. That's the good part. The great part is you're going to get some things in your tool belt that will keep you a little safer out in these weird, crazy streets. As Loudness would say, these crazy nights you should probably be prepared for. Uh, so the gift cards are available if you want to go reactdefense.com. Easy enough. They're in Phoenix. They're in Glendale. They are in Chandler. They got you surrounded. What you going to do? Reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black and TacticalBlackVault.com. Brady, entertain Kim Kardashian is being forced to forfeit an ancient Roman sculpture that was illegally smuggled out of Italy five years ago. By Nicolas Cage? Is this a movie? No. Uh, it was at their house that she and Kanye had. The interior designer is the guy that got it out of there. Um, the shipment had 14 other antiques in it. It was valued at about $745,000. I'm here this, for the antiques, baby girl. Move your fat ass. I want that. It I would watch that. It was smuggled That's... out of Italy to imported to L.A. And they have it? And the sculpture might date as far back as the first or second century. Isn't that the same as the one where he stole the Declaration of Independence and other people had it? And This is a great well, Nicolas Cage movie. It could be. Yeah. And it could be a reality Except, movie, uh, too. Brett's people want it back to the motherland. Like that's where There's it a rea- The very first ever reality movie. It's kind of Bowfinger. The Kardashians have no idea, but Nicolas Cage shows up as a guy named Xander, because that's what he plays. Knocks on the <laughs> that's, door. That name's taken. They don't expect it. Door. Hi. Hey, baby girl. May I look around your home real quick? No! What's happening? He's filming a movie. They're living reality. It all collides. And then the chase is on where Kanye and Kim try to get the thing back from Nicolas Cage. They drive very fast. I'm in. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It is. <laughs> reality movie is brilliant where you have actors with an agenda barge into a reality show. Hmm. Their story meets reality. And then they steal something from them and they make their reality a falsification of it. Oh, my God. It's meta. Did you uh, see the... Space wine that's going for sale. They brought up a case of wine to the space station. Uh, Petrus 2000 or Petrus. Uh, it's a $10,000 bottle of wine to Whoa. begin with. That's so pretty they brought, good. They put a case up there. Now it's um, back to earth and they're going to auction it off and they're looking at a million bucks a bottle. So just because it left the atmosphere and came yeah. back, yep, it's a, it has more value. 
Was it stored correctly? Yeah. Did they have it in a fridge or was it a red wine where it was in a nice room temperature with some humidity? They gently, they gently stored it up. in zero gravity. They stored it up so the cork didn't get any of the exactly. wine. So it dried yeah. out now, see? Yeah. And how is that possible? Zero gravity. Exactly. Yeah. You have to turn it. It's going to spin itself. It's more expensive for it to taste horrible. I said this the other day. I don't know if you heard me, Marcus, but I'm dying for porn in space because the money shot would be amazing. Like it would hit you've seen, and then float, and then the girls would have to tang. float around and bite it. You, you, you would never have the problem of not in my hair anymore. Right. It would just be like, oh, like when Homer was spinning around eating the potato chips. Yeah. It's that, only not potato chips. It's just different kind of American hero. <laughs> right. And if you could get Kimmy, uh, what's her name, Granger, <laughs> and a couple dudes up there in space. Blacked in space. Everybody would be fascinated by zero gravity sex. And then the ending would just be, and then, you know, the whole fascination with that girl garden hose situation we got going on in all porns now. On the Barry Wood spaceship. It's just formed. It's like named, it just, oh, it's just a floating <laughs> yeah, Barry Wood. Yeah. <laughs> International sex station. Yeah. And then what happens? <laughs> I like it. I'm here to take back all the paintings. How did you get here? <laughs> What's floating in the air? Some sort of mayonnaise. No, don't touch that. Give me a straw. Look at her. She loves mayonnaise. Elon Musk launched a Shelby GT that has a map etched into the back of the uh, leather seat. So he's got to go find that. (laughs) It's got a map on the back of it. Last heard in space. Eleanor. How? It's mayonnaise tastes like. Ah. Um, Ah. Where's the rest of the sandwich? It's over there between that girl and that guy and that other guy. That's not a sandwich. Oh my God, that is a sandwich. It's you need like a free air. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Oreo ice cream sandwich. Oh, it's the best. There's nothing better. It's the best porn in the world. O R E O. Keeps my milk from getting lonely. <laughs> Anderson Cooper is the lowest rated host on Jeopardy so far. Oh, wow. Which is surprising because we thought he'd be good at it. I thought he'd be good it, at it, but I think people is, are but... done with the. The, the political side? Political, left, right, everything, and Anderson definitely represents one. He's I didn't Aaron Rodgers, huh? Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize how necessary the host was for Jeopardy to be entertaining because when the host is bad, the show is bad. It's And I love Jeopardy, but Alex Trebek was just the right amount of energy and you know forward momentum that when somebody's not – like I thought Aaron Rodgers was really boring and they keep wanting him to come back. But like there's when there's no momentum and the show is just a drag. It's just a quiz. It's like now now I feel like I'm in school. Rolling Stone has put out their list of the 100 best sitcoms of all time. We'll all go right. over the top ten. Cheers. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. All in the family. All Seinfeld the family. was uh, three. Cheers two. Mash. All in the family five. Mash was six. Don't put Friends yeah, in the Friends top is going to be 10. in there. It has to be, but it's not. Friends is not in the top Good. The oh, Office? The Office might not be an all-timer. No. How about I Love Lucy? I Love Lucy number four. Uh, oh, now I'm trying to think of old stuff. I was thinking yeah. of newer stuff. Uh, but what, Dick Van Dyke Show. Like number one. Dick Van Dyke number 11. Yeah, Just I the one outside one. the top 10. Number Man. one? is We haven't picked number one yet. No. It's like a bad family feud, and it's probably really obvious. Or, may, or like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something like that. No, Simpsons. It is it obvious? Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons, number one. Well. It was too obvious. That's why I wasn't thinking it's of it. It's debatable, too. Because Mary Tyler Moore, number seven. I look at the Simpsons kind of like I look at baseball players that hang around five extra years to get 
uh, 100 more hits so they can get the 3,000. Instead, it's 17 extra years? Right, but these guys stayed a, a long time. What, what was uh, t- the top eight, five? Eight was the Honeymooners, nine mm. Parks and Recreation, ten the Larry Sanders Show. Which is brilliant. No 30 Rock? 30 Rock is uh, sixteen or 18. What was second? Second Cheers. was Cheers. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It went Simpsons, Simpsons Cheers. Cheers, Seinfeld, I Love Lucy, All in the Family, MASH, Mary Tyler and Moore again, Show. And again, I don't really even consider The Simpsons Curb a sitcom. was 12. It was like the first four yeah. years, maybe. Yeah. Curb's 12. Yeah. Curb's brilliant. Frasier, The Andy Griffith Show, Interesting. 14. That's about it. Cosby that Show, 15. Still? I wonder if that fell. It had to have. It had to have, yeah. right? It can't be... 15th because it was always 15th. It had to be higher before the incident. <laughs> That's what it'll do. Anyway. Well, everybody, enjoy your uh, Cinco de Mayo, whatever it is you're doing. It's Mexican St. Patrick's Day, and it's uh, amateur night. So be Staying careful. Home. <laughs> yeah, be, be aware of the fact that single girls at work use this day to go out and have fun and make mistakes. Cut one out at Taco Bell That's today. That's right. Brady loves the idea of... Of finding your soft taco unwrapped <laughs> right there in the parking lot of the Taco Bell. So good luck. Be careful. Have fun. Do your thing. And uh, be nice to Larry. He's going to do his entire show in Spanish today in honor of Cinco de Mayo. He's very good at it. So Senior Larry comes up next. You guys have yourselves a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. You're right, man. We should do this today.